I have a special guest here with me today. I have Jacqueline Tharp. Jacqueline, um, thanks for coming in. I really appreciate you being here. You're welcome. Um, Jacqueline, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, this concept. I'm working uh, right now on this theme about increasing revenues and uh, being a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, a micropreneur, whatever you want to call that. And I like to lean a lot towards solopreneurs, people who actually work for themselves. They're either an independent contractor or they own a business, a side hustle. They, they have um, a product that they're, they're working with. They have a service that they're giving. You name it. I mean, these are all types of areas of solopreneurs and entrepreneurs. You've been in this arena for quite some time. I've known you for a few years and I've watched you uh, uh, recently. I've been watching some of the stuff that you're doing through social media. So I want to talk a little bit about that today, but the main focus that in, in, in talking with you and sharing a little bit prior to this um, actual show is we were talking a little bit about, you know, what got you interested in being in this arena. So let's go back a little bit. Let's start there. And then I'm going to, you guys are going to love this because there's some really interesting uh, information that, that Jacqueline's going to be sharing with us throughout the next 20 minutes or so. So let's talk first about what got you involved in Solopreneur and how long have you been doing that? And let's let's break that open first. Okay, so first I grew up, my mom owned her own business. So I grew up and I started in craft fairs. I started doing things for myself and selling and making money on my own. Um, and then when I was 19, so 21 years ago, I joined my first company. Um, and I liked the freedom. I liked being my own boss. So mm-hmm. that kind of got a taste for it in my mouth. So I didn't do a day of college in my life. So this is just where I've always felt like I would be. So when you say being your own boss, um, and I know you mentioned the word freedom, and that's probably one of the things that drives most people to wanting to be their own boss mm-hmm. is just the freedom and what does that mean to you um not telling somebody what my worth is mm-hmm. um being able to set my own schedule um know that the money i'm bringing in i'm responsible for if i want to work harder you know make more money i need to work harder um help other people is a big a mm-hmm. big thing you help other people it, turns around and helps you the more you give get um so just the time freedom freedom being able to give things to my kids that you know I wouldn't if I if I was working a job so so you are you're a single parent as well right correct yeah and um you so you and and you have a couple of daughters um yes almost teen well a 14 and 11 so okay yeah so a lot of uh, a lot going on there. I know. <laughs> I, have, I have a daughter myself, and uh, at the fifteen year old, and so I know how that can be. Um, but uh, blessing and a curse, maybe sometimes. But at the same time, it's it's uh, super enjoyable to be able to do that. However, there's restrictions with that. You know, when you think about, you know, say commuting to a corporate job, you have to give up certain things in order to be able to do that. But there are uh, restrictions to, you know, having children and that type of thing. And I know some of you listening don't have children, but you're going to be running into and building relationships with people as customers 
building relationships with people as potential team members with you, building relationships with people that are going to be in this same arena. So I think this is valuable information for you to listen to as we walk through this today. Um, what are some of the things that you do to be able to, let, let, let's just ask, let me ask you this today. So 21 years ago, you started it down this path of being your own boss, freedom, solopreneurship. It's been a part of your life, micropreneur. And as an entrepreneur, you've been, it's been part of your life for a, a long time. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and as a result of that, um, you must be best known for something as a result of that. So the people around you that know you, whether it's on your social media, by the way, you have, a, you know, uh, social media is a big part. We'll get into that in a moment. Um, what are you best known for? Um, my faith, honesty, being a real person. I build relationships with people pretty, pretty well. They, they see that I'm real. So, um, when I talk to them and get to know them, um, they see that I'm, you know, a lot of people on social media can be fake. And that's something that I'm not, and they see that. So I get to know and be true friends with people, and I lead them and I help them, um, whether they're customers of mine, whether they're business partners of mine, they don't have to be either for them to be my friend. And I don't try to sell them. I'm just their friend. One of the things you mentioned is one, one big piece here is, is becoming their friend. And you also mentioned um, on social media the social media piece that you do and people's, you say people when they see you, um, you, you utilize social media as a means to like be able to connect with people, uh, be able to get out there what you're doing, be able to offer expert advice. I mean, how would you say that you use it? Yeah, I, besides doing lives, just my posts. Like I said, I'm, I'm a real person and I show them my struggles. I show them things I've been through. I, I, I have posts that I guess people have told me I've helped them a lot. I inspire them. Um, whether that's what I set out to do, a lot of my posts I do to help myself um, too. Um, I say the things to let people know I, I can relate, um, be empathetic, sympathetic. Um, and they see that and they, they, they trust me. They get to know me. Um, so by trying to help them and show them that wherever they started from, they can get, things can get better. Um, that's kind of what I mean by like building friendships and getting to know people. You're right. Yeah. So building relationships is a big, big piece of my puzzle that I, I feel will help you to grow into what I call this endless <clears throat> referrals or <clears throat> endless leads, meaning, um, you know, because let's face it, I mean, if we're going to drive top line or we're going to build our revenue base, we got to have more customers or we at least have to have an established customer base of some kind to be able to potentially get more transactions out of those customers, to be able to get more referrals out of those customers, to be able to continue to drive revenue, we have to have customers. And in order to have customers, in my opinion, you do have to build relationships. Now, not everybody believes this, you know, that we are a very transactional society today, that we've shifted um, as a result of Walmart, Costco's, Amazon's, eBay's, etc. People will just buy stuff when they want it. 
and they don't need to be sold. There doesn't need to be a salesperson involved. There doesn't need to be an intermediary involved. There doesn't need to be somebody to, um, but you know, I'm, I, I, I disagree with that a lot. I mean, I know that we do go to those places to buy certain things, but at the same time, independent contractors and people who are moving goods and services make up a massive piece of our economy. And I want to dig a little deeper, but before that, we're going to take a brief break and we'll be right back. Okay, we're going to dive a little bit deeper now. Um, <clears throat> let's, um, let's do this. Um, let's talk more specifically about you know, the type of business that you're involved in right now and um, how are some of the things that you what are some of the things that you do to further build relationships and develop and and get your business going okay so for me when you have to look at somebody as how can you help them um what do what do they need what are their wants how can you make their life better versus looking at them as a dollar sign so getting to know somebody um when i first contact people I don't mention anything about my businesses. I get to know them as a person. I check out their wall. Um, a lot of times they'll be the one that writes me back about, you know, my cosmetics or my health or, or stuff. I don't even have to bring it up. So they don't feel intimidated. They don't feel like, oh, gee, she's just messaging me because she wants to know this, that, or the other thing. Um, so that also goes to play where my faith and my trust and people know I'm real and want to get to know them versus I'm just looking at how can I make money from that person. Um, so once I kind of get to know them, like we, we talk back and forth, they watch my posts, they watch my lives. I, I sometimes will do lives specifically for them. Um, and then, you know, we go from there, they become a customer. Um, follow up is huge with customers. Um, mm -hmm. yes, so it is. the fortunes in the follow up, mm -hmm. um, which, is sometimes my downfall um, but luckily I've done such a good job of building relationships that they come back to me anyways mm -hmm. um, but also incent being an incentivizing because there's a lot of a lot of people that are in my industry they could go to and buy from somebody else the same exact product so offering like offering not just like to be there for them but offering them you know incentives and stuff like how can you go above and beyond to be the one that stands out for them um and show that you actually truly care versus you just want their money again um you know ask for the referrals ask for hey do you have a friend that has the same issue how can i help your other friends hey let's do an event on facebook with your friends and then having events is a huge huge networking thing you you need to build your network and going through your friends is a good way of doing it because your friends can edify you they can say hey i know this person like this person's good versus your friends might know other people that sell the same product but they don't know the people and this way you already have a referral saying no she's a good person she's really cool and and she offers a bunch of incentives you know um it does take a while sometimes in this industry, a lot of people feel they have to when they join, like they don't have extra to give. And it doesn't have to be a monetary give or, or a, 
you know, percentage off give. It can just be a give of a service that doesn't cost, a, a doing a specific live for the person or the, if they live close, hey, I can come over and help you with that. It's just... So providing your service as opposed to providing a certain amount of cash or maybe doing barter type of system, which you're talking about. Yeah. If And, and again, there's so many people in, in this industry, some people can't afford to you know buy but hey if they sell something too, mm-hmm. you know work right. out a hey here we go and I'll do a class for you you do a class for me and that way you still are helping support yeah, each other. yeah exactly you're utilizing the concept of uh, one of the big things that we teach at MLO is we teach you know the concept of you know in in terms of action you know, presenting and inviting people to take a look at what you do, doing lives. That's all part of an action process that you're doing. You're getting in front of people. But the engagement part is so critical, and that's where the relationship building that you just mentioned comes in, engaging with people, going back and forth, negotiations sometimes, uh, overcoming objections uh, obviously fall in that category as well. But that's part of the whole communication aspect, going back and forth, going back and forth, trying to find the right product for somebody, mm-hmm. uh, giving somebody something, sharing somebody. You mentioned something about not just building this business to always and promoting and always to get something, you know? And I think a lot of people misunderstand in business the value of relationship building. You know, I, I live in downtown Minneapolis, which is where we're recording right now. These, a lot of people, when you go into these restaurants and you go into um, just different, different places where people are hanging out, and they're, they're in there, I hear it all the time, you know, they're building a relationship to get something. And, and I heard you say that you don't do it just to get, you're doing it to truly help somebody. Um, which is a big mantra of mine, you know, um, and, and that is, uh, that's powerful. And that's how you're going to grow your, continue to grow your base of people and never have to worry about having an endless stream of people. Yeah. Like I said, to, to get more, you give more, you know, and, and from where I started, um, I just know, and I post on social media, I, I was on food stamps for almost 10 years, about four and a half years ago. Um, when I joined this company as a single mom. So I tell them like, really, I am a shy introvert that never really wore cosmetics, um, didn't you know take care of myself as well as I should. So it's like, if I can do this being like, my biggest fear is public speaking and I do lives publicly on Facebook. So like, if I can do this, anybody can do this. So I show and I post and I, and I say, because I truly, want to help people I truly believe like I want to believe in them until they can believe in themselves but for that they need to take the first step they you know they need to see that they can do this too and I really feel it is for everybody so that's that's kind of what I post and and I hope to reach people (laughs) right well I mean you, you know when your back's against the wall and a lot of times we we use the term you know finding out somebody's need um your need was, you flat out just didn't want to, I mean, you, it sounds to me like I'm, I'm not, that, you know, you don't want to be on food stamps. You want somebody taking care of you. You want to be taking care of yourself. And one way to do that is all of a sudden it's like, I don't like this pain that I'm experiencing. 
I want it to be better. How can it be more pleasurable? And one of the ways it can be more pleasurable and get that pain away is to have something of your own. And that's what you're doing. You know, you're turning it into something of your own. You're building your own business. You're finding your own customers. Somebody with a, uh, would consider themselves an introvert is out here in the market and in you and, and you're getting people to follow you. You're getting people to believe in you. Um, but that belief had to come internally inside yourself first, didn't it? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's, and that is a hard thing. Like I, I teach my team personal development. That's like the first thing is you need to, first of all, read books or do audibles, you know, follow podcasts, but really it's, it's the things you're saying, not just out loud, but to yourself. Like you have to find your why and your why will change. Like mine was originally like a better life for my kids. Um, and now it's a better life for like my friends and people and to, to, you know, my new year's resolution is like to reach a thousand people a year and help a thousand people. And it's not that I specifically might help those thousand, but I'll help a hundred and each one of those a hundred will help 10 and you know, it it goes from there. So it's like, it doesn't have to be just specifically me, but if I change the life of somebody else and then through me, they change Mm -hmm. other people's lives. So it's just all of a domino effect too. So I love it. Yeah. I love that. Um, so the the big thing here that I'm getting is is that um, you're big on relationships. You're big on exposing, and by that exposure, other people will be attracted to that, and then you turn that into other uh, business. Would you say that because when we're when in the direct sell arena? We're in the business of, of in, in any business, we're in the business of, whether it's direct sell, whether it's um, running my, my, my new franchise, or whether it's, you, you name it, any business, what they need is they need people to walk through the door or people to look at their, come through their door, whether it's your online door or your uh, brick and mortar door or whatever door it is to take a look at, to expose, to engage them into what it is that you're doing. And sometimes we call this in our, in the sales arena, we call it prospecting, looking for more prospects, more people to talk to, more people to, to get involved. Um, do you ever feel like you run out of people to talk to or do you, or is it, I mean, is no, I'm actually at the other point where it's like, I do add friends and I do add friends, but it's the point that I have so many that I already could and should follow up with and build that I, you really can't. I mean, it's with social media, the world is your oyster. Like people that go, Oh, I can't, it's saturated. There's like 300 people in a literally a 10 mile radius of my house that do the same one business that I have. Oh wow. Like, yeah. Let's talk saturated, yeah. you know, um, but it's not because I go to my doctor, nobody, I, I talk to probably every day, somebody I talk to has never heard of my company. I have gone to the state my company um, headquarters are in, and I've gone six miles down the road to the restaurant and talked mm-hmm. with the waitresses and they've never heard of the company. Yeah. Never, and it, it, I'm like, it's six months, they've never heard of it. So, I mean, people that say like that, they're just, again, it's all your mindset if your mind's closed off that, you know, you can't do something, you're right. Yeah, you know? that's right. So if, if you think that, then you're right. Like, open yourself up. Like, look through your contacts. Um, 
you can reach people where like one of my businesses is in 13 countries it's not saturated like well we do a we do a piece on the difference between objection and rejection and i think a lot of times people objection is just simply somebody pumping an idea or a thought that comes up to them out for reason not to buy your story not to get involved with you so I always tell people, I say, well, you, you're either getting bought, you're either buying or you're selling. When, and you, you're either buying their story or you're selling your story. So, you know, I, I don't care what business you're in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when somebody says, no, I'm not interested, then if you walk away from that, you're buying their story. You just bought their story um, as opposed to tell me why, you know. Yeah. And tell me, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah. You know, so it's a coaching piece that I use a lot on that is, is that objection piece because it's, help, it's helped me to raise my revenue because when I'm sitting with somebody, for me it almost becomes at a certain point it kind of becomes a little bit gamified. And, you know, it's like I'm looking for yes, 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 yes. And I'm going to turn that into yes. And the reason is because I'm going to take away that objection and I'm going to turn it into something. And it has to do with continual dialogue. Tell me more about that. Yeah. You know? Tell me why you feel that yeah, way. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, you You know, this is... And this, and you mentioned something that I really, I think is amazing, is when you really look at our society today, it, the, I really truly believe there has never, ever, ever in the history of mankind been a better time to start, build, and develop your own business. We have more resources at our hands today than ever before. We have more coaching at our hands than ever mm -hmm. before. The key is, is to sift through all the BS and all the BS people and get to the sources of true resources. Yeah. You know, and then be able to and, and be able to plug into that and be able to and then create your own identity. Um, so that you're, you're unique in what yeah. you do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, with the people and the objections, um, you, you want to also be, I guess, picky. You, if somebody really doesn't want it, I mean, you can come back to them with their objections and sh like show them how they're not correct, I guess, if you want to say. Um, but you also don't want people on your team that you have to talk into, Mm -hmm. joining and stuff like because you're going to end mm -hmm. up spending time wasting it with somebody and then at the end of the day they're going to just say see I was right because they're really not going to try um, so you need to make sure on your team if you're if you're building it you you do want the people you you want to meet when you meet with their objections you really want them to join with the idea that they feel they truly can do it not to prove you wrong because right. they'll do yeah. if they join with the I'm going to prove you I'm going to prove you wrong they're going to do everything in their power to not do it right anyways. <laughs> no, it's nothing but a time waster for you. Yeah. Yep, right. Yeah. Well, look, this has been really, um, we're going to, we're going to sign off pretty quick here because, uh, we should try to keep it to a certain time. And I appreciate uh, the value of you coming in. There's a lot more that I'd like to talk to you about and perhaps we can have you come in on another show. Yes. I'd love that. That'd be fabulous. Well, congratulations on the success you're having and the growth you're having. Somebody here, I'd, Love the fact that you're growing your revenues. You've increased your business size over the past um, uh, year, and uh, you're excited about the future. And 
it's so good to have people like you show up and be a part of the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate the offer to come. All right. Well, Jacqueline Tharp, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and, and everybody listening, thanks for joining um, another podcast here at Matt Levitt Online. You can always go to mattlevittonline.com if you want to sign up for free stuff. We have it there as well as follow us on um, Facebook and all the other social media things we do. Have a great day. We'll talk soon.